Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Kyle Lowry. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? I am the producer. My name is Matt. How are you doing? I am doing okay on this very rainy day. Rainy day. Matt, how are you? Is it is things rainy yeah, there yeah. too? You know, uh, forty minutes north of Toronto here, it's uh, coming down pretty damp. I would say coming down pretty damp. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you what, what's not damp, this little thing I got in my head here. You want to tell people oh, what that's all about? Yeah. So, you know, people got a lot of merch. We've just got a few things. And one of those is an anti-itch tooth. It says Confederacy of Dunks on it. And uh, you know what? It's uh, it's a fantastic toque. We've got some left in stock. It's going to get colder. It's going to get damper. You're going to want to warm that noggin. Am I right? Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, Freddie's given a real good lean in on the uh, on our logo that is on the on the toque. So please get in contact with us. You know you can order on our Shopify, and uh, we'll get that thing sent off in the mail. And if you don't love Matt's voice when it goes so high, then <laughs> you don't know how to live. I am a bit of a high talker. That is You're true. a high talker when you get excited too, especially if it's like there's no itching involved. In no, yeah, saying. that always gets me really excited. <laughs> you get going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, the season's coming back, dude. Uh, it's going to come back on the 22nd. Wow. Um, that so is, uh, that, that's a lot sooner than I thought. This is going to be a very yeah. short off-season for yeah, us. Yeah, very. But, you know, like all, all the other good stuff, you know, um, why don't you tell people about the Sonar Network, you yeah. know, maybe where they can find us. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, like we've got our old website, our old teenager skateboard that we talked about last week. <laughs> Go to dunkspodcast.com because we've got all our links there for you for the for the Sonar Network, for, you know, our, our social handles, our YouTube page and all our podcatchers, as well as our Patreon. If you want to support us, if you're feeling a little bit festive and you want to chuck us a couple bucks or you maybe want to spend five bucks and get a little more exclusive content, maybe even some hot sauce that might be still in Freddy's fridge. Hey, <laughs> play, come get you're it. ready to pay up. Um, that would be great. You know, I know it's tough times for everybody. So if you can't, that's cool too. And yeah, just uh, check out the sonarnetwork.com. They keep adding new podcasts and stuff. Uh, really funny comedians and, and interesting, you know, mystery and whatnot. So you can uh, check out lots of good stuff there. And uh, yeah, you know, we've got some uh, next week. You're going to start to hear some ads for uh, from us. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, we've put together a little something. It'll play right off the top and we're pretty excited. We'll talk more about yeah. it uh, next week, I guess, a little bit. We hope you like it. And yeah, thanks for everyone for, you know, listening, sharing, subscribing, uh, Patreon, yeah. all, everything helps. And you're, you're helping us basically like get to the big time. Absolutely. So if you were on Twitter today and you saw, you know, that 
that was it a Maserati rolling out a you know into Kyle's driveway? I was driving that <laughs> with the money um, wow. that that we get through Patreon. Yeah, so um, <laughs> not at all. But honestly, help us out a bit if you can. Uh, okay, before we get rolling here, um, I just want to say, uh, of course, Black Lives Matter uh, and defund the police. And unfortunately, unfortunately, we have another incident, um, another murder by the hands of the police uh, on a black man that uh, has to be talked about. Um, so it's horrible. And I think I don't want to give you all the details, but I think you should, if you haven't heard about it already, please investigate for yourself. Read up. It's all over CBC. Uh, it's happened four years ago, and the police were, um, I guess, let off of the charges of murdering uh, Abdiraman Abdi, uh, who's a, a Somali Canadian. It's pretty sad. It's pretty horrible. And uh, we're obviously thinking about his family. And, uh, you know, just another really graphic and awful reminder that this is not something that's going away, and we have to keep fighting for it. So, uh, yeah, keep that in mind. And um, Matt, let's let's talk some basketball. If you feel like we're we're ready to to go there and talk some ball and get silly, please just give me the words. Okay. Okay. Okay, buddies. Uh, let's start talking some basketball. Um, but before we do that, we're going to bring on our two special guests this week. Uh, I'm super excited. Uh, it's actually the first time she's doing this podcast. We've known each other for, I want to say like plus 14 years, like a really <laughs> long time. Um, she's hilarious. She's an amazing improviser. She's a wicked comedian. We'll plug her on everything so you, so you can follow her and all the good stuff. And she's a hardcore Raptors fan, which I Somehow didn't realize until this Raptors run. Um, but anyways, I'm pumped she's on the podcast. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for George Brooks Hancock. Everyone gets their own music. Oh, sick. <laughs> this is really me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... Yeah, is, is that you just like, listen, LA doesn't have good transit, so you gotta... Get a car and and blow a fluke. Sorry, that that ran out quick. Yeah, I don't know if you know, you can't drive unless you're blowing a flute. <laughs> well, I was gonna be like, so you got to walk around with a flute, but I'm like, no, you know, I have been to LA once, and I know that people don't walk around a lot. Not a ton of flutes there. there. No, God, no. <laughs> um, I definitely like you know, just quick Torontonian talking about LA uh, aside. I for sure was one of those people who were like, what do you do with no transit? And then you go there and you're like, oh, there is no like meaningful transit in a lot of places. So you don't use it. Although I did use the subway to go to the uh, Lakers games. The Staples Center. Yeah. Going to the Staples Center, the transit's sick. Like the transit is bad. Is Everyone says it's bad here. It's actually pretty good. It's just... It's like LA is like Mississauga. It's like, it's like sprawling. So yeah, exactly. And I live in the suburbs now, basically. So, you know, suburbs. you need it. Okay. Let's uh, in my thirties, thirties <laughs> in the suburbs. Um, well, uh, you know, this, this next guest is not in his thirties, but I think currently he's in the suburbs. Uh, I don't want to give away his exact location, but I do believe it's Oshawa. Uh, hopefully it's the NDP side there. I said it. Um, 
he's hilarious. Uh, I improvise with him all the time. He's been on the podcast a couple times, uh, and he's probably working right now. So extra special love for lying to your bosses for this. Uh, Randall Morales, everybody give it up. I don't know if your music's playing, so I'm just trying to vibe out. Yeah. Hey, Freddie. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good, good. I'd like to let you know I'm definitely not in the MVP side, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I'm even in the writing of the new leader. Um, you're so. in the you're in the writing of the what Aaron O'Toole? Yeah. Oh, oh no, boy. I thought he was a Whitby writing person. No, he's in a he's in a, like a Durham region writing, which mm, son of a yeah, it, it covers part of Oshawa. Okay, well, listen, wow. Oshawa. <laughs> okay. We gotta go NDP next time. Uh, it's really important. Durham is all very important. Ajax, exactly. Oshawa, Pickering. Come on now. Um, okay, let's talk some basketball. Uh, Woo! Let's talk some Raptors. Um, Maddie, uh, I know you got some for me. So if you'd give me whatever your most beautiful Raptor sting <laughs> is, would you please, please give it to me? Pretty oh, good. Did I? I was close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Randall, let's start with you. And um, by the way, Matt, this question, uh, I hope you thought of an answer because this is a perfect Matt question. So fair enough. You know, no pressure, but I'll, I'll go to you yep. last. Got it. Because uh, this is right up your alley. Um, mm-hmm. so Randall. Uh, yes, Freddie. I don't know, you know, what all sports you follow, but um, some prominent football players, Patrick Mahomes uh, has said that he wants the Raptors to play in Kansas city, Missouri. Uh, This is because it looks like we're heading down the blue Jays path of there being a Canadian border. um, You know, like the the U S Canadian travel isn't, isn't totally free flowing. So there's going to be no, like they can't, they can't play games in Toronto. Uh, so, right. so the Raptors are going to need a second home in this condensed season. Uh, the rumors have been like Louisville, which <laughs> seemed like it was shot down pretty hard. Um, yeah. Patrick Mahomes said uh, Kansas city. Uh, I just saw like a whole like mini press conference with this like random one fan from Buffalo who seemed like a really nice guy. Who was like, come on, like we're in Buffalo, help us out. And I was like, you know, this guy's got a point, but anyways, um, yeah, hit, I want you to pitch me on a place that the Raptors are going like that the Raptors should call second home in the states, obviously. All right, all right. I'll you know what? I'll pitch you three. Wow, three okay. possible places. Okay, all right. So number one, if we need a proper arena, why not go to the one that we won last time and play at the Oracle Arena? Ah, <laughs> okay. That's, that's a great one. It's already way better than mine. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And that's just an empty arena that has a lot of good history. Okay. Exactly. Huge. And that, now I regret it. Cause I feel like my answers, my pitches are not going to go downhill. My second are going downhill pitch, for sure. <laughs> my second pitch is the um, Smithsonian national museum and play right next to the dinosaur fossils. Whoa. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> 
sticking that so that's the uh, sticking with the uh the dinosaur jurassic park theme that we have okay and yeah. you know what my third pitch maybe we don't need to um or sorry maybe we should we can still play in canada and um play at the embassy of canada in washington dc oh my uh, god and then we can even um simulate a customs line and stuff like that get the full Canadian feel. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, let's really make sure the Canadian feel is like a lineup to yeah. get in. Yeah, we'll be like, you know, yeah, the, 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 we, we want the vibe. We want these players to be like, hey, Fred, hey, Serge, you thinking about coming back to Toronto? Check out this customs line. There's a Timmy's just beyond the line that if you leave the line, you'll lose your spot. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Uh, all jokes aside, though, Randall, those were magnificent <laughs> answers to my fairly dumb question. Um, yeah. uh, Georgia, or sorry, sorry, George, do you have any? Um... Um, first of all, I thought this was a pretty dumb question, so I didn't really take it that seriously. <laughs> Me either. I was, just, I was like, I was like, oh, who cares? Next question. Um, That's fair. I didn't really think of it. Randall's answers were like so good. Uh, yeah, I he's got good like, enough yeah. answers for everybody. Obviously, my first pick, though, I was like, what if? Because I know that the Clippers bought the Forum. And I was like, well, if there's two stadiums in L.A., maybe they go play at the Forum. But then I looked it up in the Forum. So I'm going to be ready to play until 24, like 2024. I just wanted them to be in L.A. because that's where I am. Yeah, that's But um, Oracle's good. I I actually just was like, yeah, go play in Kansas City. Like, that's such a sports city, but they don't have a team. and But it doesn't matter. There won't be fans, like... I, know, I also like weird. Buffalo. It's like basically Canada. And then it's, I don't I, want them to like somewhere else, you know, and then not want to come back to Toronto. Okay. So now <laughs> you're getting towards where I was thinking. I don't want them. Cause I was like, okay, I don't want them to go to like Charleston or something. They're like, you know, in some kind of like yeah. beautiful ish place and, and you know, a nice climate. So I also, I didn't go down the full, I like that you guys did like empty arenas, like which previous arenas, but um, mine was, I was like, okay, where is a place that's had a team that could support a team, but hasn't had one for a really long time. So I was thinking, what about instead of the Hartford Whalers, we have the Hartford Raptors for one season and you can even keep like the whale (laughs) image. That's Connecticut. Actually, maybe not. I think that perhaps I don't. You know what? I'll I'll, uh, I'll retract that if it's potentially offensive. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but the Hartford Raptors. Let's just stick with that. Um, Is Connecticut, that in Connecticut? Yeah, I think it's in Connecticut. Uh, um, I was just about to say that I think it's close to Harvard, but then I realized that I'm just confusing the words Hartford and Harvard. So Hartford is closer to Yale. I'm pretty sure. There you go. So you got, okay. So that kind of works a little bit. You got a big university, like bunch of nerds, you know, like they can figure out how to make it like high tech and like, you know, get our green screen images on into the audience. Um, but you know, like Georgia, this is a pretty dumb question. My answer sucks at, yes. what do you got? Are you all anything on like Randall's level or what? I feel like I am a little bit. This is what I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, do you guys, did you guys watch breaking bad at all? No. Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, okay. So it's not really Breaking Bad related, but there's a part in that show 
uh, where she, where the wife wants to leave him and she goes to a place in the States called the four corners. Do you guys know the four corners? Like, is that the DJ booth? No, it's, it's where there's four States that meet. Oh, it's like, uh, it's, um, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, and Utah. So they all meet at this one spot. I'm thinking right at those corners, we have like a mounted uh, court. And so we're, we're playing on in four different states every game. So you've got that. You know, four different, and then it's going to give Devlin so much to work with when he's doing his calls. He doesn't have to say like from Etobicoke and Peterborough. He can move on a little bit and and get the U- Utahians involved. Totally, if and it's yeah. a really good. Sh- if it's a really good shot, it should still be from like the Yukon or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if it's like if it's like okay. a half court heave, I still want to hear like shout out to Fort Mac. You know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. I don't think Yukon. Yeah, Yukon is a weird question. If it's over there, is are we then in the Western Conference? Oh yeah, I guess what technically we would be right. But yeah. I, okay, you know what I do like about this is if like you know how people hit corner threes, each corner three would be in a different state. <laughs> yeah. So you'd be like, That's oh my god, sick. like Fred's on fire, but, but only mean- from Utah. Yeah. See, you Sorry, guys are, I was just going to say, but do we hit corner threes? Oh, ouch. Okay, we can. No, this is good. This is good. Fred I, can. Uh, I'm going to pull up some, I'm going to pull up some, uh, some Raptors draft prospects and hit you guys with a little bit of, you know, just a little bit of stuff uh, and, and see what we think. Um, but wait, j- just while I'm looking that up, uh, Matt, tell us a little bit about these, a little bit more about these four states. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so I've never been to any of them. I've, uh, the closest I've come is, is Nevada, which I think is quite close to, uh, and, uh, when I was in Nevada, I, uh, my lips went dry immediately and I thought, well, this is a desert for you. Um, Matt, that is some prime, that's some prime, <laughs> honestly, that time wasting. I actually found the screen 30 seconds ago and I was like, where's this guy going with this? <laughs> I was like, I want to hear about all of his like boyhood tales. Um, so no, I just wanted to hit you kind of with, um, you know, anyone who listens to this podcast knows we're not like hardcore, like follow college, know all of the draft prospects and, and the Raptors have been really good for a long time. So we're drafting at 29th in the first round. Uh, we have a second round pick as well, but you know, no one's really going to know like these players are on any, on anyone's radar. Um, if you score this late, you're either like Masai or uh, Greg Popovich or something like that. So, I mean, with that said, I think we'll probably end up getting a good player. Um, but uh, I'll go to you first. Uh, I'll go to you first, George. Um, and I just want to kind of hit you with like the three or four players like in our range and their position uh, and kind of see what, what you think like might work for, you know, based on who you think is going to be. I took some notes, so oh, hopefully okay. I'll follow. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, right. Okay. So uh, I was going to start from 27. So there's a guy named uh, uh, Kyra Lewis is a six, three point guard from Alabama. Uh, the Lakers mm-hmm. are looking at a, a six-six shooting guard from Argentina named Leandro Balmero or Balmero, um, and mm-hmm. um, uh, the Raptors uh, have this guy named uh, Ziki 
it's N N A J I. I would say Naji. Oh, 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 look that up. But uh, that's like a power forward center. Uh, it's two forty from Arizona, so pretty similar to that. Like, a, a how tall du- is he? He's six eleven. So that that might be okay. like some Duan Hernandez, you know, insurance because we we will need some bigs. And then the thirtieth guy uh, that the, is another point guard, um, Devin Dotson, who the Raptors actually just worked out. Um, anyways, yeah, we don't, yeah. I don't assume any of us have like watched these players in any kind of detail, but what are you thinking? Like are the Raptors in the, you know, it doesn't seem to be a, a swing man in the midst. It's like a PG or a center. Yeah. It seems like they're looking at a lot of point guards. Um, but I, I, which I mean, again, I'm not really great at drafting and, or under like, it also seems like it's really important, but then it's not. If you look at like Stanley Johnson or something. So um, I think Devin Dotson isn't right for our team because apparently he's not that great at defense. And that's something obviously we really care about, but he is really athletic. And I think that might transfer to like learning skills. Yeah, totally. Um, He's, he's, is he six eleven? Uh, the, the ZK or ZK, however you pronounce that is six eleven. Okay. So Devin got some reason, six one. Six one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. But I mean, if they just worked him out, maybe they see something. I don't, there's a good chance. Um, who else did you say? Desmond? Oh, you said Le- Le- Leandro Bulmont. Bul- yeah. B- B- Bulmaro, <laughs> however you pronounce that. I think he could be good because he's apparently like, pretty okay defensively but he's also played in like lots of leagues overseas that are pretty intense and I feel like a lot of players who are great in college the transition to the NBA is just big and it's so much more pressure and it's so much more competitive that maybe somebody with some experience in some competitive leagues could be really good for us and he's tall He's tall. I didn't write down what position he was. He's a six, six shooting guard. So yeah, he, he's kind of the guy, you know, I brought this conversation up to kind of like talk, talk about like what we, what we think we need. And for me, it's kind of like, yeah, like, like, uh, like someone who's like almost like a little bit taller than norm, like almost like a younger Danny green is that someone who I think we need to bring into the fold. And this guy seems like he's a six, six, you know, Italian shooting guards or uh, Argentinian shooting guards. So yeah. I don't. I don't want to assume he can shoot, but sorry. You one would hope. Um, obviously, I think we need. Like I know we we love defense, and I'm all on board for that. And I think we need someone who can play defense. But it would be really nice just to have like a player on the Raptors that we can trust to make buckets. Because I feel like yes. Fred is that guy. But then when. He, it, you need a second guy because everyone's going to have a rough night. And Pascal is great at like getting baskets, but you know, he's just going through so many different growth spurts that I feel like you can't really rely on him yet that way. So I guess a freshman, I don't think they call them that, uh, is <laughs> not somebody you want to rely on either, but it just would still be nice if we could get somebody who's just like, like, you know who I want is like, um, and like, a, like a Matt Thomas, like I, I don't, I want someone better than him, but like, I I'm like happy when Matt's on the floor just because he can shoot or someone's going to cover him. Totally. So, I mean, I, like, I think it was kind of funny how we all went from being like, ha 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 Matt Thomas to being like, mm, he's pretty good to being like, uh, he's actually good. 
And then in the playoffs being like, oh, he's helping us spread the floor. Um, yeah. And anyways, I think you're like bang on. Like that's kind of what I was trying to bring up too. Like a taller, slightly better, maybe slightly more athletic Matt Thomas, I think is exactly yeah. what this team needs. And, and I have so one more defense. Sorry. I want to say one more point about uh, Boloman. <laughs> First I'll learn his name, but the guy from overseas, I yeah. like, I like that the Raptors have like a handful of international players. I think it really helps us because we are in another country. And when you're American, I feel like you want to play in America a little bit, but 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 players from other countries are more likely to like enjoy living in Canada and staying in Canada. I I think so. Like you know, it's it's always hard to measure that kind of stuff. But when I'm when I'm watching you know Serge and Ibaka like answer questions in French, they definitely did you say Serge and Ibaka? <laughs> I think I did. Uh, I meant to say Serge and Pascal. Um, yeah. But honestly, I, I feel like Serge Ibaka of all people would appreciate me referring to him like that. Yeah. Like Serge <laughs> and Ibaka and the one with the cooking show as well. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think there is this kind of like this international feel to maybe not to Torontonians, but I think to international players that are like, oh, there's these 29 teams in one country. And then there's this one other team in a huge city in another country. So it's kind of like this oddity. Yeah. Um, we had like, I, I love that our starting lineup was like three non-Americans last year. Totally. And, and there's definitely also a part of, uh, I mean, I don't know. Argentina doesn't really fit into it, but there definitely seems like a part of Masai Ujiri's kind of like thrust. Like, he, you know, he wants to put Africa on the, like on the biggest possible stages. That's such a big part of his, you know, ethos as a person. And I think he would absolutely love to have uh, an NBA team in Toronto with a, with a lot of African players. That is like a champion team. Hey, um, and I'm with them. Oh my God. Totally. Too. And you know, that's, that's a whole continent to pick from. Right. And also like, let's be real. Like that kind of like starts with like a Giannis Siakam pairing. So it will be, it will be very good. Um, Randall, let's, uh, uh, Let's jump into your mind as far as like um, what, yeah, what do you, what do you think the Raptors need right now? Uh, like, you know, in the draft, understanding it's a player that's going to like take a little while to develop. Right. So, um, so I think Masai's mindset coming into this draft, is not really looking for a piece that can be um, added to the Raptors, but more of like a talent that he can build upon. And I think this has been the, uh, pattern for the past couple of drafts and uh, I think you know you can look at somebody like uh, Terrence Davis who is the kind of success story of our of draft picks although we have like plenty um, so this is that's where I am I guess it really depends I have no um, I have I don't think that we're drafting for to fill in a position I think we're we're gonna get we're gonna go there and pick the one with the highest potential. I actually have no idea who these players are, by the way. I'm just hearing them oh. now too. So oh, don't, don't worry. Neither do I. And I feel like if of all years, if this is a year where you're like, I was like, I fully followed college basketball, it would kind of be like, wow, <laughs> during a pandemic. Cheers. Um, although actually, wait a second. I might be wrong there because I feel like all of these draft picks probably would have finished their season. Before yeah. 
Yeah, oh, you know what? I'm actually no kind of confused on the timeline there because I think March they stopped. Madness, yeah, March Madness would have stopped, right? I think it stopped. I don't think they had it. Mm. Am I stupid? I'm. I'm. You know, I'm feeling like I'm talking out of turn a lot. Personally, I mean, they're talking out of my own like knowledge, uh, knowledge base. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Randall. There's like these players are fairly like unknown. Right, right. And um, yeah, so I guess if we're going to look for a player, maybe somebody who can play almost like a Jakub Pertl, a, a quickish big man who is uh, kind of good at um, ball handling. I guess I like a ball handling um, Boucher, maybe like a better. Ball I like that. A ball like handling that. Boucher. No, I, I think like a small, you know, after watching Bam too play for um for miami which is like holy shit this guy is like everything that you want in a modern center and seemingly like adding new skills every day like he obviously is a fantastic center as far as like you know covering a lot of ground but on top of that you know he can dribble he can shoot he can yeah he can kind of just do it all right. um Okay, let's let's keep this baby going because uh, we we're not, we're not draft experts here, um, but uh, George, I'm going to go to you again first, and uh, yeah, just like I, I don't know if you're a baseball fan, I think maybe you are, um, but uh, it does seem like the uh, NBA is headed towards these like kind of like season series, uh, considering that it will either be like multiple bubbles or like a hub city or something like that. Like I don't think it's going to be like okay, the Raptors play Golden State. Then they're back in Toronto. And then they're going to Utah. Like, I, I definitely think they're going to try and cut down on travel. So, um, yeah, well, I don't know. Like, who are, who are you most excited to play a bunch of times in a row? Um, I would like to play Miami a bunch of times in a row. Um, mm. Because I, I like, I mean, I love Jimmy. <laughs> I really love Jimmy Butler. I know that's weird for a Toronto person to say but I feel like it's not because I feel no, like people him and Kyle get along yeah um I mean I I I, I want to see us play Boston a bunch in a row but at the same like I'm uh, to be honest I'm scared but I want to win that like I would it would feel so good so it might be worth my fear <laughs> okay that by the way is my answer exactly okay I want to okay, play Boston yeah. and I want to win sorry mm-hmm. The other one I was going to say is the Lakers. Cause I feel like we can beat the Lakers just with the team we have right now, even. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be nice to beat the champs. Yeah, totally. Um, so before we go to you, Randall, I'm just going to say that's basically where my head is living because <laughs> I feel like the Raptors are so good that I'm like, okay, yeah, well, let's say we play Denver a couple times in a row. It's like, it's, I don't know what I would take from that. Like maybe if we lost big or, one big or something i would be like oh whatever but the teams that i feel like having just lost to boston i really want to play them and like prove that we can get better or like og and pascal can improve and that like you know it's not boston's they're not going to rule the east for the foreseeable future um we are you know and uh also the lakers i would love to I know, I'd just love to play the champs. Uh, we beat them twice this year. Um, we beat them pretty embarrassingly in LA. Uh, I think it was their first home loss this year. Um, 
a lot of Raptors fans remember that. Like, you know, it was a block party, like Boucher and Pascal blocked AD and LeBron each. It was like, it was one of those points of the season where you're like, what is going on? Because we just got injured and we're supposed to lose that game. Um, I think Boucher from that game was like in the highlight reels twice, like that they kept playing the top 100 highlights. I, yes. I know at least one of his blocks was, and I think maybe no, just one. Cause the other one was Mo- against Mont- Montrez Harrell, which is oh, right. yeah. LA as well. But anyway, sorry. No, no, that's, that's great. Cause then it's funny. I've thought that too. When watching those like hundred highlights thing, because Boucher really did have the game of his life. Like he was waiting for that moment and yeah. who was injured? Was it Serge that was injured? Wasn't. I'm, I, no, I, I think. Know. I think. Yeah. Like Serge Orgasol was injured, but um, yeah. Like just like he just played his ass off, and he's so overwhelmed. L.A. with his size, like or his length, it was fun. Um, Randall, where wh- who do you want to see in a, like for a bunch of a bunch of games in a row? Right. So so what's the deal? We're gonna play uh, in series format now, and we can't face all the other teams. It's yeah, like it that. seems like it will be like, let's say it'll be like, you know, the Atlantic division. Mm-hmm. We'll like go to Philly. And if we play them four times in a year, we'll play them four times in a row. Oh, okay. Uh, that so makes we're, sense. we're done with Philly so that it's like for the sake of travel. I think the NBA is like, no, we're not going to be like, you go to Philly and then you go back and then you see them later in the year. It's like, no, we're just going to do this as efficiently as humanly possible. So would would it be like you go to Philly, you play all four games in on their home court? Like it wouldn't that's almost not fair. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know that. Um yeah, a, a bunch of details are going to come out. That's a really good question actually because and especially for the Raptors, like everyone's home court's going to be weird this year, but I think the Raptors specifically are going to like actually not have a home court. And they're not um, going to have audiences, right? Yeah, one podcast I was I was just listening to um, was kind of talking about, you know, theoretically they're not going to have fans, but also you might have some states that have different laws um, and decide to let fans in the building. Um, Wow. Yeah, but I I feel like the NBA would make the final choice. It wouldn't be the states. Like the NBA is pretty um, into not risking their players more so than other leagues. Right. I, I, I think I think you're right. And like um, they would have to have some uniform something to establish like player player safety. I remember when it was everything was shutting down, if I'm not mistaken, Golden State was the first <clears throat> team that was like, we're going to play a game with no fans. Uh, and I think, you know, LeBron came out and was like, no, we, you know, we should never play basketball with no fans. I think this was like right before everything like really got insane. So like, you know, no one could have known, but. Um, yeah, it did seem like the NBA was willing to act like decisively. And at the end of the day, they're the main business. So I think if they're like, yeah, we're not going to do, you know, we're not going to, um, put NBA players at risk to have fans, then, you know, let's say Oklahoma city thunder is not going to be like, well, we're pushing through fans. Like the NBA would just be like, no, um, that said, I would go to Oklahoma City when Toronto's there. <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, road trip, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, all jokes aside, like, like COVID road trip I'll for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, wait, R- Randall, did, did, did you give me a team that you're most excited for? Oh, uh, not yet. Um, I'll, I'm pretty excited to face the Nets if this format is going to happen. 
they, oh, were, they, they said they're championship uh, contenders, so it would be cool to kind of face them. Right. So you want to be like, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sick. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I think that's good for Raptors talk. Let's move on to some NBA stuff. Um, Maddie, uh, I'm sure you got something for me. Do you have some kind of amazing NBA sting <laughs> that you can play? Right. This is Adam Silver. <laughs> I think I think maybe I did the wrong sound effect. Um, Close. Before we, get, before we get going on some some NBA topics, uh, me and Matt want to tell you about a really cool uh, NBA podcast that uh, we've recently kind of learned about. Um, so uh, yeah, if you want a fresh perspective on basketball, you have to check out Dunktown. It's hosted by Agata and Anastasia, two new basketball fans learning about the NBA and WNBA. This podcast covers everything important on and off the court from friendships and beef to hairstyles, emotions, short shorts, and more. In the off season, they will be deep diving into historic games, basketball movies, cutie players from the past, and maybe even figuring out who poisoned MJ's pizza. Whether you're a lifelong NBA fan or you know nothing about the sport of basketball, you will enjoy this fun and endearing show. Visit their website at dunk.town for more info and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Check out their pod. You check know? out. They got a uh, sweet site. They got a lot of merch. Go to dunk.town. They got tons and, uh, of merch. These were <laughs> super legit. They just had J.E. Skeets on their show. Okay. They, they got big time guests. So, so make sure you follow, subscribe, support them. Um, and yeah, uh, basketball is the best. Uh, Randall, let me jump to you first um, on uh, my NBA stuff. So looks like the season is back on the 22nd. Uh, you know, it's going to be 72 games, could be 70 or 65. I think it's about like it's a contract thing, I guess. Um, you know, no fans, baseball style series. Uh, what's something else, you know, you'd like to see the NBA modify for this season, knowing that, this season is kind of like a bit of a placeholder. It seems like they're working towards, you know, 2022 as a season where it's like, okay, this is like back to normal of a sort. But at this point they've recognized that 2021, you know, it won't be the Disney world bubble, but it also won't be anything resembling um, like a normal NBA season. Yeah. I don't know. Um, So we, I have like no like I'm just waiting for what's to come. I don't even know yeah. how to think about things that I would want to change. It's true. I know it's it's, <laughs> it's a bit of a like a because I was still thinking like okay, it looks like the NBA might come back for March, so like December twenty second is so soon. And then yeah, I'm also hearing you know no All Star game. I think where I was going for what I was going for with this question is kind of like you know thinking about the fact that there's going to be no fans and that the players are going to be kind of doing this, like, uh, what, what, what am I looking for? Like, like somewhat solitary thing that generally isn't, it's, you know, 
when, when you think about like the best basketball times, it's moments like the Kawhi shot, right? Where mm-hmm. he hits a shot and he's like, he's so surrounded by people that it's like almost claustrophobic, but it's like this crazy energy and it's just madness. And I think that like the bubble was different and everyone's like, wow, we're going to have this little refuge of basketball during this time. Uh, also, there's a lot of advocacy for Black Lives Matter and, you know, putting putting major issues at the forefront. So I think it had this like dual you know, more than dual, like multi, so many things that was good about it. But, you know, with it, with the virus being more spread around and them going into the season now, there's a little less like wind behind their sails. So what what I'm going for is like what I was thinking of, you know, with no all-star game, maybe it would be fun if there, you know, was some sort of, like tournament that they, and I don't mean extra games. I mean, like just like something along the lines of like throughout the season, they like, you know, the, the way the starters track wedgies where the balls get stuck in the, in, in between the rim and the backboard. Like if the players tracked like, you know, fadeaways from the corner or like, you know, even if there was just some kind of like engagement of like, this is a little bit different and we're going to interact with the fans differently. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I you're guess like, like a, you're like sort of, but not really. <laughs> I don't know. I guess like a somehow a one in one tournament would be like a, a good mini version of an all star um, weekend. Yeah, that's hey. just me. From no, the that's, uh, that's not bad. From the from the previous season, one thing that I really liked was the mic'd up refs, and I think more yeah. of that would be my. Uh, the thing that the new rule that I would like to implement. Yeah. I like the rest through the, the, through the plexiglass, right. like that camera was, that was always them like coming right up to the, like the speaker and then being like, what'd you say? <laughs> um, you know, it was just a different angle, different view. Um, yeah. George, what, what, what about you? What do you think? Um, I really like that. The ref thing. I think they might bring that back. I feel like everybody, every podcast I listened to was like the refs. So the talking to the camera. <laughs> so I know. Um, but you know how you, <laughs> it was great. But you know how you talked about that the Kawhi shot. I mean, when I there there was something really special this season about watching the teams cheer for themselves. Like when, um, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, like um, it was endearing. Oh my god, that shot! That shot, game three, like at the oh, end, OG, and, yeah. and then you see, oh, yeah. yeah, you see Kyle like run out and all the players. Like there was something very special about that, and that might be just because I'm like a Raptors fan. But um, anyways, I did really like the t- watching the players cheer for each other and hearing them. I uh, even remember I also, the uh, I remember the Sixers game uh, before the playoffs. Where um, I yeah. think they they the Sixers yeah. started to catch up and then they started they like were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah 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 Randall you're totally right where they're like because the, the, it was basically the bench the benches were on it was it wasn't even like the bench it was like the second bench right <laughs> playing against their second bench and oh then, yeah like, that the was starters right. were t- it was just fun I'm not I'm not fun. saying my words right. No, yeah. and yeah, Stanley Johnson, like that was like Boucher was like, I'll have my moment in the LA game. And Stanley Johnson's like, I'll have my moment in the bubble when things are I, super weird. I think my bio on Twitter is still like 
Stanley Johnson fan account because I like uh. he was I like always would like the whole season just was like but where is Stanley but um hey then when he did just play well I was like like he I love that what was that game oh, when we lost in the round robins to Boston but he still made it so we weren't under 100 you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like he scored oh, yeah. the final basket and we weren't under, we got a hundred points and then a ton of people lost money because like, that's kind of when you bet, like are you over under a hundred? Um, anyways, bet on the game for sure. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think I'm answering your question. Uh, though. No, more, more Stanley Johnson, I think is the answer to the question. <laughs> like, uh, what I also are entertaining. It's like release the Stanimal. You know what I also, speaking of the Stanimal, I loved about this bubble is like, I loved the the games leading up to the playoffs because they seemingly didn't matter as much. And I just, I had more fun watching those games in the playoffs because hmm. just watching the bench play an, the other bench was like so much fun. I just, I re, that was my favorite part of the bubble is those, what was it, eight games leading up? Yeah, yeah, it was the eight games. And I think that's kind of like, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know where, what are, where exactly or what exactly I wanted with this, with this question, but it's kind of like, I think what I do want is to, you know, it's for the NBA to figure out what is the most fun thing, knowing that the obvious thing of, you know, fans going crazy is not going to be there. And I think, yeah, like families celebrating, you know, more interaction with players, like to a point that's not claustrophobic because I feel like they're already like our full-time entertainers and interviewed constantly. So I think you got to be careful with that. But, um, you know, even just like the shots of all the, all the families and I think the overall camaraderie was, was one of the funnest parts about the bubble. Um, not to advertise another podcast, but I was just listening to Chris Boucher on, I think it's like timeout, the timeout podcast. I don't know. He was being interviewed by like a Montreal basketball or a a Quebec based basketball podcast. Matt Matt will will just like block out whatever the like name you just said. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. Yeah. I I mean, the name could be wrong. Um, But it was, I was laughing my ass off just hearing him talk about being in the bubble and being like, like apparently like the TVs were on all the time and you'd be hanging out with all the other teams. And like, if you got dunked on and they just kept replaying that shot of you being dunked on, like other people, other players would be like, Hey, you're about to, you're about to get dunked on <laughs> like on the TV. That's like, awesome. like it was just like super weird, you, you know? And then he's like, and then when the playoffs started, like the, the communal room where all the players would hang out would be empty because if you won, you'd want to be in there, but then the other team wouldn't want to be in there. And if you lost, like you didn't want to be in there. So like nobody was hanging out in the communal zones anymore. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Awesome. It I was dying laughing hearing yeah. about bubble life. Yeah, I know. I've heard a bunch recently. I heard Danny Green just talking about stuff like all this like weirdness where it's like there's trash talking, but you're seeing people so much. So like <laughs> yeah. he said, he got, got an elevator once and like, Jamal Murray was there and he was just like, fuck you for hitting all those shots. And then got off on his floor. Cause he was just like, I don't know. I don't hate him. And we're all in this together. And like, he's a good basketball player, but I'm trying to beat him obviously. Um, okay. Let's, let's do this last question before quickish questions. Uh, Randall, I'm going to go to you. Uh, first all time. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, free agency is, 
anyone's guess. I think the draft is coming up so quick. People are talking about, you know, um, obviously Victor Oladipo, uh, Andrew Wiggins. Um, you know, there seems to be some Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond, and even uh, some Gordon Hayward rumors. Uh, yeah, uh, who do you think? It's just a wild guess, but who do you think the biggest player to switch teams uh, before the new season is? I think it's going to be DeRozan. Ooh, okay. Free agent, right? He is. He's a free agent. Well, he ha- he's up on a player. Basically, he can oh, opt it? into his player. Uh, he has. He can opt into one more year with San, to- San Antonio, but right. very easily he could be like, no, and then someone else would sign him for a couple years. So, yeah, yeah I, think, I think DeRozan's a great pick. Yeah, I think it's going to be DeRozan. Um, Where, though? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. Um, what's a good spot for DeRozan? Um, Toronto would be nice. Toronto would be nice? Oh, no, man. no. It, be weird. Money-wise, it's not It's not in the cards, I don't think. Just would right. like someone who could play defense to play on Toronto. Ooh, Burn. DeRozan Burn, you know? Listen, we, I, I love him, three. but he didn't play. I D. love him, too. He didn't play D and didn't shoot three. So Anyways, just, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I love things. <laughs> George, how dare you? I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, Randall, uh, p- p- pick a place for DeRozan to go. Right. I'm going to just throw this out there. He's going to the, bla- the Blazers. Uh, stick it. It's going to happen. I don't know. I just, this is just an idea that I have. DeRozan <laughs> goes to the Blazers. Starting point guard. Um, Lillard coming off the bench. He's okay with it. <laughs> just kidding. No. That wouldn't happen. Um, but, you know, DeRozan, I mean, if you think about uh, if you think about the Blazers, they are kind of like a one or two or three, you know, like kind of like, like I think they're one really talented player from being where they need to be. And, and then also several role players. But, you know, DeRozan does seem like he's at that perfect time to be the third option on a team. And. Yeah, I think he could like, you know, people have tweeted about it, but I feel like he could shoot like 60 percent. Um, as a third option on, like, you know, the Clippers or the Lakers or perhaps... Uh, I don't know. Perhaps... perhaps maybe, maybe he would never go that. to the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. As an L.A. guy, he'd be like, I ain't going to the Clippers. Um, He's not going to play on the same team as Kawhi, I don't think. Oh, right, that, too. I was just thinking he's like, a, since he's from L.A., he's like, I can't play for the Clippers. Um, but I, I don't guess, think he'll play for the Lakers either because I feel like there's just going to be too much pressure. Hmm. I think oh, he goes to the Hawks. The Hawks, yeah. I like okay, it. I'm changing my, my answer. I'm, I think he's going to go to the Magic. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Pairing up with Terrence Ross. Sorry. Like old days. <laughs> um, T. Ross and DD back at it. Uh, okay, uh, George, who, who's your biggest, like, you know, dude who's going to go to a different place? Um, I think maybe Chris Paul will go somewhere different. And I think if that's true, he's the biggest. I don't think he's the best choice of player to pick to put on your team because he's so expensive. And, mm-hmm. you know, he is older, but fuck, he was he was so good last year. I, I oh really just hope OKC keeps him because I think he really, like, made that team. Like, remember when he bought suits for everybody? Like, custom yeah. suits for the whole team? Like, he's a real, like, uh, culture guy. Like, makes that doesn't make sense. Uh, he's like a no, real no, like camaraderie. He, 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 he's kind of like what Kyle Lowry does to the Raptors where he's like, this is the culture here. And I think he really brings that positive attitude. But anyways, if he changes teams, I think he's the best player who's going to be changing teams. If he doesn't, I think maybe Oladipo is the best. Mm-hmm. If he changes, um, 
but I think Oladipo is just like could make any team really great. I mean, obviously he, yes. <laughs> obviously the team he's on right now isn't great, but um, they might be with their new coach. So, really? yeah, that's my answer. No, that's a, that's like those those are both great answers. Like I was thinking, Chris Paul was someone I was thinking about a bunch for this question, uh, and then I was trying to think like who's better than Chris Paul that could like actually change teams and i'm like you know he's such a good player that it's like bradley beal kind of comes to mind but i don't even know if beal's better than chris paul i don't think he is right now um the one that i kind of think like i just think it could happen because of what's transpired is james harden and i know that sounds like insane but i just think you know the gm leaves the coach leaves Whoever comes in there is going to be like, what is going on with this team? You have no picks. You have no future of any kind. And you just have like, you know, James Harden and Westbrook who are both great players, but just on these ridiculous contracts. So I think then they will be like, all right, well, we have to move one of these guys to start to rebuild. And then I think very quickly, it's going to be like, oh, you, you can't move Russ. Like James is only the only one who's like has enough interest. Um, but that's like, I, both of your answers are way more likely. My, mine, mine was the, mine's like a mid season. Well, the Rockets have a bad start. Oh, wait a second. I'm not even answering my own question. Right. I, I said before the season started. So let me just fully scrap my answer. I, if we're doing a long shot, not that I'm saying you were, but um, I, there is always the long shot of, uh, you know, uh, Milwaukee, like Giannis doesn't resign and Milwaukee chooses to try and trade him for some assets, I think that would be a really bad decision on their part. I think they should just go for the gold and keep him for the last year, even if like he's not going to stay, but Milwaukee is kind of stupid. And I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if they were like, well, let's get some assets for him since he's not staying. So there's, is that like long shot that, and then if he's, if he's traded before, or if he goes to a new team, then obviously it's him. He's the best player. Well, all my family lives in Milwaukee and they all drive Harley so Davidson's. So, okay. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry. Be, I said they're dumb. They're, they're going to be pretty offended. Yeah. No, I'm Bud, so sorry. Um, Bud is the master of adjustments. We all know. Uh, so, so flexible, that guy. <laughs> so flexible. Um, yeah. Okay. This, this has been great. Let's, let's finish off some quickish questions. Um, Maddie. Yeah, I know. I know you got a fun thing for quickish questions. So whatever you got, please give it to me. Quickish questions. Does it look like I'm Yes. Okay, quickish questions. Um, George, I don't know if you know how this works. I'm going to give you the very, very quick rundown, and for anyone listening too. Um, I am going to read these questions as, as clearly and concisely as a, and, and as fast as I can. You have to answer, you know, no deliberation. You have to answer as quick as you can. If it's a dumb answer, that's okay. But, you know, you can't be like, you know, watch, Matt's going to do it. You, you know, no phoning a friend. Please call me. No, no, no stalling. <laughs> um, I want you to know when I'm on the spot, I get pretty nervous about people's names. So if I just describe a player... <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, don't happen. worry. Okay. And, and no I rules. want you to know for the last part of... Like, I couldn't even think of OG's name back there. I don't know if you guys noticed. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Hey. Sorry. 
No, no, it's, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying you're in the right place because you'll see when I read these questions, I stutter, I slur, okay. I, I misuse certain commas. Um, it's, it's a tough ride. Uh, but okay. you know, I think we're all up for it. Maddie, Randall, yeah. George, we're good. Yeah. I'm ready. yeah. Okay. We're going to go George Randall, Matt. <clears throat> all right. Here we go. George. If pineapple on pizza were an NBA player, who would it be? Um, OG. <laughs> Do I have to explain why? Nope. Okay. Randall. All right. Who's the tallest? Who's the, who's the tallest? That's, that's it? The, that's the question. Taco Fall. Matt. Yes. Other than the Raptors, what is a franchise that you want to see win a championship? Um, other than the Raptors, who do I want to see? Oh dear. I would like to see wherever DeMar ends up. I'd like to see him win. Trailblazers book it. Trailblazers. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Portland. Um, George. Uh-huh. Best NBA roommate to have. Uh, Kyle. I think Kyle Lowry would be pretty great. <laughs> Kyle would be good. He'd be yeah. like, turn up the lights. But I yeah. Love you. Be like, but right, then Kyle. like but then like supportive. <laughs> yeah. You'd pat your butt and you'd be like, all right. Um <laughs> Randall. Uh who is the rookie of the year next year? Big ticket? Ball? Someone else? Yes, it's someone else. It's going to be um Zeke and Yeah, who the Raptors draft at 29? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I hope you just started spelling his name. Cheers. Um, that's what I did. Uh, Matt. Yeah. It's the eve of the draft, and the Wolves keep the number one pick. Who do you take? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know many players that are up, but I will say... I you just say Zeke and start spelling his name. Zeke? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just, we're not a draft pod. We learned that. Uh, yeah. But Matt, sorry. No, I would, uh, well, you know what? I'm not going to say a name, but I, I would hope that the Timberwolves get like a fierce young three-point shooter. Okay. I don't know who that is. Sorry. No, you went grizzly there. So it's like, oh my God, Matt. Um, <laughs> okay. George, uh, if you can impose a lifetime ban on one song or sting that gets played during NBA games, what would it be? So like a sound effect in, in arena. Oh, uh, I was going to, I was, gonna, I was going to say black eyed peas. I got a feeling, but I'm not sure. No, that works. Oh wait, are you, are you like, wait, I like it. I mean, I did like it, but I, I feel like it's, pl- it's not, I feel like it's played a lot and it's really embarrassing every time. Or yeah, anything to do with Star Wars. Star Wars shit too. Get it out of here. Yes, I totally agree. When the, yes, yeah, okay, good. That's the, the, those are those are good answers. Um, Randall, what's a fun NBA themed Halloween costume? Oh, um, okay. Uh, there's a there's a costume you can buy where you can inflate uh, a dinosaur, and it looks like you're riding the dinosaur, and just wear a Lowry jersey and your Kyle Lowry riding a raptor. <laughs> hey, that that works for me. That's good. That was a good one. Um, okay. Uh Matt. Yes. Last year, 
the GoDaddy curse was passed upon Muggsy Bowe, <laughs> and he sold his children on it. Who from the Raptors, past or present, should write a children's book, and what would its title be? Oh my God, Jeez Louise! Um, I would say uh, I would like Serge Ibaka because he could write it in a few different languages. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, be called like it'd be called like my fuzzy friend, and it's about Serge living in in your closet. <laughs> Okay, cool. It really got creepy there. Um, yeah, it started out really nice, and then it was just like now. I'm it's a yeah, it's a horror children's novel. Yeah, Sorry, didn't see it going um, that way. Okay, let's finish. Let's finish on this. Uh, I'm going to turn this last question into an all play. Um, George, what would you have to get back uh, in return in order to feel okay with trading? <gasps> Gasp. Kyle Lowry. Oh, no. Um, Well, I mean, I I don't know which player specifically, but if we traded Kyle Lowry, we would need, like, your best player, your second best player, and your first round draft picks for, like, a few years. (laughs) Is that too much? No, it's not not too much for Kyle. (laughs) Randall? Oh, man. Um, A uh, Masai Ujiri in a podium talking about it. Uh, oh well, I like you. So you just need some explanation. Yeah. <laughs> or a Paul George, or a Paul George, like uh, like what was traded for Paul George, I guess. I don't know. Actually, that may not even be enough. I know. It's too sad to think of, uh, Matt. Right. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I'm going to be realistic and say his age is a bit of a concern to get some young prospects for him. But uh, I, I think, yeah, someone, someone similar in age that could be uh, our new fan favorite for a little bit would be great. Uh, I don't know. Kevin Durant. I don't know. (laughs) My answer, I'm going to answer this one. I'm just going to say, you just got to club me in the back of the head. Oh, that's what you got to do. I I don't want to be conscious when it goes down. Yeah. Like, you know why? Get out of a coma. Like, oh, Freddie Kyle's been, hasn't been a Raptor in like three years. And I'll be like, okay. What if it was like Actually, LeBron? Gonna, do you think he'll take a pay cut so we can get uh, Giannis? I don't know. I'm really interested to see how after this year, like what the strategy is going forward. And like, yeah, if Giannis wants to come, like, you know, how, how does that work exactly? Like, like in terms of money. Um, I feel like see. Kyle would take a pay cut to hang out and win another ring with Giannis, Fred, uh, Siakam. I think so. And, you know, Kyle, like, in the middle of his uh, tenure, like, I think at one point he signed a a contract with the Raptors that, like, I think his second or first contract with the Raptors wasn't that big. It was, like, 40-some-odd million dollars. And and then it was only this most recent one that that had the huge number. So it might be a thing where... Where he's like, you know, you, you guys took care of me. So, like, if as long as I, I'll, I'll take a bit of a cut to win another championship or something. Um, but, guys, that's the pod. We made it. We, we made it to the end of COD. Can I just say, what a bummer to end on, for real. Know, I'm, like, right? upset. <laughs> I know. Okay, I, I was trying to think. I was like, I wish it was another really light question. But I was also like, this is a bit of an all-play 
I feel like we all, I was kind of hoping we all went around the horn and we're like, we're not trading Kyle. We're not trading Kyle. We're not trading Kyle. Oh, wow. I should, have fra- I should have framed it differently. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? Let's, let's like, let's, instead of like a day new model, let's like go out on a bit of a high note. Uh, George, you're, you're doing comedy. You're doing a bunch of stuff. Like we'll, we'll direct people towards your, you know, uh, social meds, but um, is there anything going on you want people to know about or, you know, you want to direct them towards? Um, well, yeah, I'm just Georgia Brooks everywhere, but I, I, I will have a new podcast coming out eventually soon with John Hastings. And it's a, uh, it's about like uh, the dirty, awesome. awful history stuff that happened in Canada. So. Oh my God, that's amazing. And John Hastings is hilarious. So that would be, you two would be a wicked combo. Yeah. And I have a, a new Instagram because there's not a lot going on. I have a new Instagram yeah. account where I just post old pictures of suffragettes and it's called suffrage hex. So <laughs> follow Folks, me there. All that for some suffragette style inspiration. Um, yeah, that's, yes. that's a pretty healthy thing to start right now, to be honest. Um, Randall, you're at work. I hope you're not in trouble. What's up? Don't plug your work. Oh, I will plug my work. Actually, okay. no, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay, so <laughs> No, just staying at home. Uh, if everybody, please stay safe. Yep. That's yeah. it. That's all I've got to promote here. Good, yeah. Good old safety prom- oh. promo. Mm-hmm. When we're off the air, will you tell me what you do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he'll have to dox us all. It's going to be pretty soon. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Cool. Well, yeah, that, that's the pod. Thanks so much for everyone for listening. Uh, you know, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check out these two online uh, and laugh at all their, their good shit. Um, and uh, yeah, Matt, if you feel like we're good to go, please just give me the okay. Okay. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 